Y'all, it's time. House of the Dragon is back for season two, and so is the official Game of Thrones podcast. Okay, it is hosted by Greta Johnson, by Ryan Condal, and Jason Concepcion. And I personally, I mean, you shouldn't be surprised that mm-hmm. I can't wait to dive into the discussion of the mess that's to come. House of Dragon Season 2 is going to follow up on all the things that are already taken place. If you haven't heard on the podcast before, you know, King of Cirrus, fully dead. And now we're going through drama because he said that his child, his daughter, Princess Rhaenyra, was the heir. But her former friend Mm -hmm. used to be homegirl who decided to then clout chase and fuck her damn daddy and have a whole bunch of little raggedy ass kids and stuff decided to scheme and plot or whatever so that her little raggedy ass blonde baby could be uh, on the iron throne or whatever so it's up now the dragons are out fire is being breathed and I can't wait to see what happens and to judge them all and if you're into that watch the HBO series House of the Dragon streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Game of Thrones podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcast. It's coming soon, girl. You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low price goods with their house brand, 365 by Whole Foods Market, wallet happy prices, limited time seasonal flavors, and All the quality you expect, like no high fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Break yourself, fool. We're back. Break yourself. What does that mean? I am not sure. Like, stop. Like, like break. Like, B-R-A-K-E. Break. Like, stop. Break yourself. I don't know why I think it's B-R-E-A-K. I mean, that's what I've always thought now. But now that I'm trying to, like, like make sense make it of make it. Make it make sense, yeah. I'm like, maybe they mean break, like, breaks. Yeah, like, like, stop. Stop in the name of love, yeah. Break yourself, fool. That makes a lot more sense. I bet that's somebody when I go back home. Okay, yeah. That's where it originated. Did it? <laughs> I'm not shocked. Um, hey folks at home, welcome back uh to the podcast here. I am hmm why am I so bad at being like a person <laughs> I never know who I want to be. I'm um gadget from Inspector Gadget. No, 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 no. I'm gadget from 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 that the chipmunks <laughs> no not those chipmunks alvin and the chip no no the other ones I, what listen how do i still do this i don't know who i don't even know the, the what... gadget remember there was a disney cartoon no, no no don't look it up don't look it up two chipmunks one's got a red nose one's got a black nose and they're best friends and oh chip brothers. and dale rescue rangers fucking hell Chip, 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 chip. Oh, yeah. Gadget was the girl. Okay, yes. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. All right, Gadget, she's cute. And I am John Quill Jones, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back, y'all. I think I'm dying. You are I think not. that it's possible that my brain is deteriorate, deteriorating at a, a pace that I wasn't uh, anticipating. 
Because Chip and Dale? Or, you know, you know a lot of things. You have a lot of random facts stuffed up there. You've watched a lot of cartoons and such. And, you know, it's okay. You you were right about Gadget, though. That is her name. So, um, so uh, hello. Hi. We're in person. I know. Isn't that something? As Alex was just so excited to point out, we have not done this since the pandemic hit. It's been since March 2020 that we were in the same room recording this show, which sounds very not real but i guess it is yeah it's because yeah even after like things started to calm down and whatnot we still recorded from home oh well i mean and then you moved to la so it was like yeah we're for sure just gonna be recording remotely but we're both in new york for some things we have to do and recording in a studio because why not you know why not and i have to say this is nice like Mm. i forgot (laughs) Now, do I prefer to be at home with my Cliff hair notes. in Bantu knots and a T-shirt? Cliff notes for a later time. <laughs> I mean, you know, that is fun, but this is also nice. So, yeah, it's it's good to be in each other's company. Are we are we doing our wellness check-in today? How are you? Sure. Um, I am. I'm anxious at a a, a rate or a level that is probably uh gonna require medical attention okay yeah meaning my psychiatrist my actual doctor um i and i feel like you know i always get travel anxiety you do you have never been good on planes never um and it's not even just that it's like the the days leading up to it, it's like, okay, okay, two more days before i got to be out of here. Is everything all right? Am I forgetting something? Okay, does Link, okay, Link, do I have the food for, okay, all right. Oh, I'm going to have to pack. Do I have a oh, dark laundry? Like, all my, mm-hmm. just like basic stuff that everyone does, you yeah. know? But for me, <laughs> yeah. it's like, like, I'm hanging out on a, a mountain somewhere and then there's an avalanche i don't know it's just like it is so overwhelming Mm -hmm. also i recently changed dosages in one of my medications by uh recommendation from my doctor completely understand didn't argue with the girl it was bad so it was like girl whatever give me what you got Mm -hmm. for a pork chop now i feel like even like the weekend i was just like like literally shaking mm. while doing nothing. Yeah. In the bed reading how to sell a haunted house. Yeah. I mean, that's the dosage changes. That's just kind of also, sadly part of the scary book. So that's part of the what happens there. But I mean, I'm sorry your anxiety is that but I mean, not that I not that I'm recommending this to you necessarily, but when I did ketamine treatments earlier this year, mm-hmm. they like completely eliminated my anxiety. I'm, I might Cause I did. I told you I was gonna. I yeah, was, you told yeah. me you were thinking about it. Um, and I was very much like, doctor, I no, mm-hmm. no. And then I eventually was just like, yeah, let's do it. But I never actually. Yeah, there is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I didn't actually go through with it, but I did. Yeah, it, it's. I'm realizing it. <laughs> now I have a phone call to return. Okay, that's really well, it. All right, and then we can go. Yeah, everything I mean, has been set up. I just have to do it. It was. I don't even think I ever talked about it on the show, but it was so fun. Like I went to an actual, you know, center with doctors. I'm yeah, not talking about the ketamine. Y'all get in the club. Like, yeah, we're not. I went 
to medical professionals. A, a different kind of And I was supervised yeah. heavily the entire time. Yeah. But um, it was incredible. Yeah, I hear good things about it. It was so fucking fun. If it wasn't so expensive, I would go once a week just because it was a good I mean, time. I don't know how often, but the idea is that you're supposed to do it mm-hmm. at least how, how I was regularly yeah. Um, yeah. until it mm-hmm. kind of sticks. But, um, yeah, that was because, like, my doctor was talking to me about that in ECT. And I was just like, girl, I'm not doing it. Mm. That last one. Yeah. No, girl. She's a, she's you a know, child. it sounds more. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Though, as, um, yeah. I, no, thanks. Yeah. The clinic I went to that you do like six rounds. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, you come back every month or whatever for the, a touch up, <laughs> you know, so mm. to say, if you need it. But. I have not needed it. It's like my anxiety just vanished. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give it a try when I get back. And like I looked at the the center or clinic that mm-hmm. that they referred me to the, the website. It looked like fucking Tron. Like, oh, um, I don't get that reference. I mean, that one's older than both of us. Tron, Disney's Tron, and then they did a sequel with Jeff Bridges. 19 okay oh you know who was in the 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 ooh this is a deep cut from my mind okay the, they the the requel sequel it's, i think it's just a sequel Word. but the more um recent tron that came out like in the 2000s or whatever yaya from america's top models in it okay and she's like but she's like like it's a very very small part and i think it was probably one of her bit first like acting on screen roles or whatever mm-hmm. maybe but she played like one of the I don't know what you would call them because Tron takes place in like a digital world. Okay. So whatever they're called, someone will tell you. But they were like these <laughs> sickening women that came out of the the these pods and like went to the guy and like got him all dressed in his suit to go fight and whatever. Yeah. And Yaya had one line, but it is the only thing I think about when I think about this movie. She had one line and it was, he is different. And she just looked that was so all. that was it. <laughs> but she just looked so gorgeous. And like, I'm gonna show if you you probably can find the scene. I mean, I'm reading the plot to this, and it is no, it's not gonna mean anything to you. Okay, me. this, this just truly doesn't sound like something that. No, it's about a guy who's like dad disappeared or whatever, and he's like bad and always alcoholic or some shit, and then he goes to an arcade and gets sucked into a video game, and it's like, oh, my dad's actually in this digital world, and I have to like fight. Okay. Some war. I don't know. I watched it once. Like I told you, the one thing I took away from it was this black woman's three words <laughs> in the well, first act. I love Yaya for, I mean, I adored her from Top Model, obviously. But I met her once right after I moved to New York and I was going to like everything I got invited to. I went to every event. Oh, I remember that. And she was at one of them. And she was, you know, we met and we talked and she was very sweet. And then she said, do you want to take a picture? And I was like, girl, no, I do not want to get in a picture with your beautiful ass. Are you joking? (laughs) And she said, no, don't say that. You're gorgeous. And I was like, please cut the shit. Like Tron Legacy was the movie. Well, this just says Tron Legacy Sirens. So maybe they're called Sirens. Look, look, look. She looks so good. And... And YouTube has like the part now where you can see what's most replayed. Oh, what's yeah. most replayed? My favorite part. Is it? Is it <laughs> Yaya's part? <laughs> Look, they're like, he's like just turned into the thing. And they're like, they took his clothes and they're walking back to like go get the rest of the stuff to get him dressed or whatever, like okay. his armor. 
Mm. Yep. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is really all you care so about. So fine. Like she just looks so gorgeous. Yeah, and they did like a little beautiful. weird synthy thing to her voice so she would sound digital or whatever. And I was just like, oh my God, make a movie about her instead. Okay. What were you talking about? Yeah. Um, so I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. You're wearing I, a Beyonce uh, You're wearing a Beyonce shirt. Oh, yes, I am wearing a Beyonce shirt. I um have just a few precious weeks left until the semester starts back up. So I'm enjoying every fucking second. You better. And yeah, Jade and I took Noah to Renaissance on Sunday. How did she react to the news? So we literally did, just did not tell her. She thought you she just took her in a car. That's just, the best way to do we it. We told her that we were going to a dance party. That's how we got I mean, her to wear like a silvery, sparkly lie. outfit. Right. She had a fit with her little pink purse that I got her from Target. Work. Work. Adorable. So we get in the car and it's, you know, it's like 40 minutes. It, sh- it should be much shorter. It's really more like an hour, but it ended up. It should have been a shorter trip, but of course, there's hella traffic. Is it MetLife? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So even though I don't live too far from MetLife, there's so much traffic, mm-hmm. so it's taking us like more, closer to an hour to get there. And about halfway through, Noah was like, "Um, so can we like, like what how long kind is this party gonna last?" Here? Like. <laughs> And me and Jade are in the car, like, <laughs> trying not to scream. So we get there. No, it was like, are we talking floss dancing or you're fucking <laughs> she was you're like, lean with it, rock with she it? She was like, so when we get there, the party is going to be over. And we were like, no, the party lasts till, like, midnight. You got plenty of time. So we get to this giant fucking stadium and we get out. And Noah was like, um, I thought this party was in a park. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, yeah, girl, we thought Ivy it was in a park, park too. Maybe they... <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. We were like, maybe they moved it because so many people RSVP'd or something. You know, you can just say bullshit to 10-year-olds. Absolutely. She was like, okay, well, at least now I don't have to worry about bathrooms. Priorities. This is Priorities. Didn't want to piss in a porta potty okay? She knew there were real facilities. We get in line. Like, I'm scanning the tickets. We going through security. She does not notice one fucking thing other than, number one, that a lot of people are wearing Renaissance stuff, but it's a dance party, so sure they are. And number two, the K-pop billboard that keeps flashing for whatever K-pop group is coming to MetLife. Mm-hmm. So she sees this twice and she's like, Mommy, you said I could go to K-pop for my first concert and they're coming and I want to go, Mommy. Like, kept bringing it up. And Wait, was, this is her first concert? Th- Beyonce was her first concert. Yeah. That yeah. is a tale as old as time. So then the billboard <laughs> flashes again and Renaissance comes up and it's today's date, you know. <laughs> Work. So she pointed it and she's like, Mommy, isn't that the show you're going to? And Jade, who is recording her this whole time, is like, that's actually the show that all three of us are going to. And I can't wait for Jade to put this video out. I don't know what she's waiting on. But like, <laughs> Noah was like, when? Today? <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you this little nigga screeched. That is amazing. Jumped up and down. Absolutely lost her fucking mind. As soon as we found our seats, she stood on top of her chair. Yes. Because she can't see. There were floor seats. You know, I wasn't thinking. Mm-hmm. But she got on top of her chair. The black woman behind us, God bless her, did not complain once, even though Noah kept swinging her braids in everybody's face. <laughs> <laughs> even Noah even turned around during church, girl, and started like singing and performing for this woman's camera. <laughs> And the lady air dropped the video to Jade. She was like, your daughter. 
Meanwhile, I turn around and Noah's like, you can be my daddy if you want to. To some stranger. I'm like, if you don't turn your okay. little narrow black Sorry. ass around, you're having too much fun. They have a show to see. Yeah. She had an incredible time. That's awesome. But when I tell you, I I can't fathom taking another child to a concert. Mm. You just have to think about them so often. Yeah. Like, can they see? Are they having a good time? Are they being a nuisance to everybody around them? You know, like, me and Jay, we didn't even get as high as we would have normally. You know, like, we wasn't fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, we will be when we go in Vegas Durr. with the girls, you know. But it was it was really a special experience. And she had so much fun. She was so grateful. So, yeah, I'm really glad we went. We had a amazing time when Blue came out. She was like, we love you, Blue! Like, it was just so, and then <laughs> for Blue Ivy to come out and then take off her little jacket or whatever and have that New York jersey on underneath, I was like, I can't take this. Like, I love when she threw up the rock and gagged her mom. Okay. Like, it was so a great show, incredible show, better mm-hmm. than Paris for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, no shade to Paris, but y'all barely <laughs> knew the words and too many people oh. were sitting down. Whereas everybody around me, was black and gay and into it. Except the girl right in front of us. She just came to take pictures. Like, if you bring your ring light to the stadium, I know that yeah. you're either an influencer or you want to be one. So, And that's that. If and, you have a ring light, period. And you could see, I said, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the hustle. You could see the tag on the back of her dress where she had it, like, strategically placed underneath her hair so she could I'm take that dress right thing. back. <laughs> I'm not mad at her. And once she got her pictures, she sat down. So she was the only one where I was like, okay, why are you here? But everybody else, you know, was into it. And it was just, God, a really beautiful night. How was the mute? (laughs) Not not successful. I don't understand what's so complicated about this now. It's not complicated. I saw a clip the other day, maybe two nights ago, where the mute was almost going fine. And then there's the one. Yep. There's the one person who's like, I'm going to be the person you can all hear in this video. I'm going to scream. What is wrong with you, person? That's it. And, you know, a lot of it is people genuinely do not know to expect it. We told Noah, like, during energy, when Beyonce says mute, you got to mute for real. And then Jay brought it up again and Noah was like, okay, I heard you. Like, (laughs) literally don't berate me about this, girl. Like, I heard you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think Beyonce was displeased because later in the show... She said, oh, okay, look around, everybody on mute, just like randomly out of nowhere. And then the mute was actually really good. And so then she looked like, oh, okay, so you niggas can do it. (laughs) (laughs) But I keep telling y'all, 80,000 people, you're not, it's not going to happen. But, you know, whatever. It was a beautiful time, a wonderful night. Um, Yeah, and I loved every fucking second of it. I'm like counting, I've got... Maybe like a month from tomorrow. Mm, okay. Before I get to see Before she comes to, what, Los Angeles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought about that show, but then... I feel like you've made all the right decisions so far. I do not think you need to go to that I show. don't either, um, especially since that's Labor Day weekend and... It's literally my mom's birthday. I have dyke options that I think I'm going to go that. ahead and... <laughs> Hoochie daddy. (laughs) Hoochie daddy. When I tell you, people have been hitting me up nonstop about hoochie daddies. If they don't make you a judge next season, something. It's honestly like. I'm going to send them some mics and be like, just put me down as like executive producer. That's it. Or something. (laughs) 
I feel like uh, the Hoochie Daddies is a part of me now, even though it is very not. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> very not. I love it. It is a great program. What can I say? All right, let's jump into our hot thoughts. Okay. Um. Oh man, I had a name for this one. Oh yeah, the peg too. The trench. I don't get it. Starring Jason Statham and. Don't know who that Wu is. Wujing. Okay. Don't that know one. that either. Well, some people at home might get okay. it. There's a movie coming out this weekend called Meg 2. It's not about the stallion. It is about a long-extinct doll? doll. The Megan doll? Oh, no, not Megan. Megan was a creepy... Megan was cut as hell. Annabelle's the creepy She one. wasn't a murderer? Well, yeah, but oh. that's not the creepy... <laughs> First of all, if you didn't fuck with her Murder's best friend, not good enough. you really didn't have <laughs> you any didn't have issues. no problem. Okay. Like all you had to do was Got just it. be kind. So she to wasn't this just out child. here killing everybody. No. It was, it was if like if you're fucking home with home her yeah. or like okay. getting on her nerves overall, I yeah, will murder you. Pitch you in the dick. Okay. You know, like so. Chucky was like, I'm gonna kill you because yeah, I want to. Because I can. You know, and then mm-hmm. Annabelle, I think, has something to do with demons. Chucky really traumatized me. My you. My reckless uncle. Who shouldn't have never been allowed to we watch share this he is exact the one same story. who had me watch it. Yeah, Chucky. same. My mama cussed him out so bad. Like, how dare you put my same. sensitive eight-year-old child same. in front of Chucky? Same. And this was like play uncle. This was like my daddy friend. This is my mama. That was like my staying at our house at the time. <laughs> how dare you traumatize his two-year-old? <laughs> Well, he was at least my uncle, but not by by blood. By I mean, marriage. I still call him uncle. Yeah. Right. I don't. I do too. I and he and my auntie been divorced like twenty years. Yeah. And that's still my uncle, but yeah. Same that's story. the uncle that beat me for saying peep. Oh yeah. Well, that was a funny story, but still fucked up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tried the fuck out of his nerves. Yes, that I day. did. Uh, he 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 let me watch Chucky. He let me listen to NWA, and he gave me my first sip of beer. <laughs> That's my uncle who used to keep all his change in a Crown Royal bag. My real nigga uncle. I think I still do that. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, there's a movie coming out this weekend. It's called Meg. It okay. is about a megalodon shark. A long extinct shark that people are obsessed with because it was huge. Shark week? Oh. Um, and in every piece of media that they put a Meg in now, it's much larger than they supposedly were when they existed anyway anyway it's a giant shark and it's gonna eat a whole bunch of people's b-movie action garbage and it looks kind of exciting and also rhymes with peg okay it does say meg too. the trench mm-hmm. okay the first one took me a while to watch like i'm not even gonna lie to y'all i fell asleep numerous times but then when i watched it all the way through I was like oh this is quality shark i love sharks killing people movies Okay. I loved Jaws when I was a kid. Um, if you like the ocean, maybe just... I mean, if honestly, Jaws is one of those that you'll watch and be like, that's not a shark. <laughs> so, it's like... Yeah, I don't tend to like movies that take, spe- that, that take place in the ocean. Mm. I like the ocean in real life. Yeah. But this, the then synopsis don't. says, don't oh, a research that. team is going on an exploratory dive into the deepest depths of the ocean. It's, it's is that giving... for the second one or the first one? The second one. Yeah. I'm like it already. This is giving me Ocean Gate. <laughs> this is giving no Titanic. Period. <laughs> that Titanic period. exploration. Completely. Shit, right? Completely. So yikes! 
Good yeah, luck to they're like working, walking down in the around there in mechs and shit, and yeah, no, giant squids and all kinds of stuff. And then other night, because like I watched Jaws, I love Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea was the one with LL Cool J, yeah, I remember in it and Did Samuel Jackson. Hilarious, great fun. That was a fun one. That was the one where they like were like testing sharks and then made them smart. Oh, because <laughs> sure, I, mean, I don't remember if it was like because of war or whatever. Why I need to go take rewatch a super that predator one. that could easily crush your bones and, and make, it make it just as smart, if you. not smarter than the rest of us. <laughs> Great. I feel like at one point a shark literally locked Elo Kuja in an oven and turned it on. That okay, was, so it was, was fucking a, awesome. This was a comedy. I thought it was a horror movie. It was like it was like a campy, silly. No, because how movie. the fuck did the shark turn the oven on? Who the fuck knows? How did Taraji get on the boat? <laughs> And then there's a new movie I just watched called The Black Demon. Horrible movie. First of all, I thought it was about Herschel Walker. It's not. It's about um, a, a big shark here. and like You're environmentalism. I don't know, whatever. That movie was awful. But the Meg movie looks cute and it rhymes with tech, sure, like I said. Sure, it does. Oh, you know what I saw the other day? Hmm. I went and saw The Oppenheimer. Did you? How Did was it? You liked it? it? I haven't been so bored. I told you. In a while. It ain't look right to me. You know, here's the thing. I think for all intents and purposes, it's probably a fantastic film. You know, for things like... technically like, well-made. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And directed and all of that other stuff. And I saw, like, I, I did take note of a lot of the stylistic choices from a, a director's perspective that I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, that helped me come to the realization that the reason I was sitting down to watch this movie, like many people, old, mm-hmm. I think, who sat down to watch the movie, is because Christopher Nolan directed it. And mm. Christopher Nolan is known for these big, epic, loud movies that you have to see in IMAX. Dark yeah. Knight, Interstellar, Inception. You know, like, he's like the... Yes, I have seen Inception. There you, you never seen Interstellar? I don't even look like something I would watch. They don't that sound not, like something I would was, watch. I think you might like Interstellar. But it takes place in space. Yeah. It takes place in space. Yeah. No, no, I'm not going to like that. Why? You know, I, don't, I don't like space or ocean movies. Well, you can go in ocean. You ain't going to no damn space. I'm not going. Neither one. <laughs> well, right. So what's scary about the space? Just, it's not scary. It's more like boring. Space to me is not really a boring sci-fi, movie. It's not like sci-fi. Well, movies. yeah, it is kind of a sci it's I think you should give it a try. If you fall asleep, I'm not gonna hold you to to giving okay. it another shot. I think Interstellar is a is really good because of the um the acting and the performances uh, between the the family members and stuff like that. When you get into like the software oh, of it, Hathaway is in it. Yeah, in okay, Hathaway. Okay, I look at that. I like her. her. I mean, that part is fun. Um. Anyway, yeah, Christopher Nolan's like a, a well known director. People, yeah, love no, his I for big, sure heard his movies. name, but his his only movie that I've seen is Inception, mm-hmm. which I did enjoy. Yeah, it's so. like those are that's like his thing. He makes these big movies mm-hmm. that make you go. Oh, and they're loud and you go watch them in IMAX yeah and there's that mixed with this is a movie about the atomic bomb so like Nolan God. atomic bomb yeah big noises big sounds this is a three hour movie that was predominantly uh, filled with dialogue about quantum physics oh. um, and this man you know his wife so, so nine night time <laughs> I I went to sleep until yeah. the bomb woke me up <laughs> I promised you. Work. I promised you. 
they finally successfully whatever did yeah. that that tested that bomb and that shit woke me the fuck up and I was like oh yeah okay here we go yeah who was the point now from there it was, it was great like the latter half of the movie was more interesting because then it went into I don't think there was so much talk of communism and Nazis and Hitler and Japan mm, why did Japan we do this why did we but yeah that's like that second part people yeah kind of surrounds more so Robert Oppenheimer's guilt. And okay. him sort of turning into a martyr and letting the government beat the shit out of him and try to, like, take away his security clearance and all his, his life's work and shit like that. That was more interesting to, to me than the lead up of learning how to build this bomb and beat other nations to what. Like, I didn't give a fuck about that, to be honest with you. Okay. I, I didn't find that interesting. But I did find interesting um, the latter part with. Basically, white Americans, white American. Okay, yep. And, like, once they got what they wanted, were willing to eat anybody they could in the room to be the biggest and baddest and safest. Oh, well, some things never change then. You know, like, that part was, (laughs) and, like, and a lot of it was just, like, especially, like, there's a, there's a lot of tying and back and forth between, uh, is his name Killian Murphy? Whatever. Oppenheimer and Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Okay. Um, who was, like, running for Senate or some shit like that. And how, like, basically, spoiler, he's, like, really petty. Like, he felt, like, he felt kind of, like, slighted by Oppenheimer over some, like, petty shit once upon a time. And so, like, orchestrated all of this shit. It is, like, that part to me was more fascinating. Because it was like, oh, yeah, this is exactly where I live. (laughs) And and none of this shocks me (laughs) at all. Well, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. I'm trying to think if there was any niggas in this goddamn movie. I think there was one or two. If they had lines, God bless them. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting to me also because... It was a great movie to see alongside Barbie. Because whereas Barbie kind of like pokes fun at patriarchy and how mm-hmm. quick men within it are to destroy each other yeah. and have fun doing it, yeah. Oppenheimer is just about that. So I see. It's like, it's like we're illustrating this point. And if you would like to see it illustrated in real life, mm-hmm. go see Oppenheimer. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you lost me at three hours, honestly. I'm for sure never going to see this. I knew I was going to fall asleep to Never like, going to see this, but all right. I was surprised that I f- actually followed along with a lot of the scientific shit that they were talking about. I it was sure would have so zoned boring, out. Quantum but, physics, girl, leave me alone. Um, I don't know how to quantum or physics. And then, again, y'all at the goddamn movies, my seat was B12. I walk into this motherfucker, somebody <laughs> sitting in B12, B11 is open. I said, you know, I'm not even arguing with this bitch. I set my ass down. Of course, as the movie begins, yeah. after we come to this place for my check, heartbreak feels like... <laughs> You're so mad. <laughs> After all of that, this lady comes in. Oh, I think you're in my seat. I turn it out. You're in my seat. <laughs> so he turns to the old white lady next to him who probably lived through all of this. Yeah. <laughs> and is having your And then come to find out, there was like a couple that were not where they were supposed to be right. sitting at all. Yep. Because eventually they started looking at back and forth at what was going on and nobody's moving. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm just going to go sit on the side. Like, I don't even give a fuck at this point. Mm. And the couple was like, the guy was like, no, no, no. It's it's okay. It's okay. You can sit. Uh, da, da, da. And he got up mm. and him and his girl like moved to the row behind us. Okay. 
And then they moved to the row behind that because they were in somebody else's seat. Yes. So I don't even know if they bought a ticket for this fucking Probably movie. not. That reminds me of being at the Beyonce show in Paris. And there was a girl in our section who was just sitting there minding her business. And then some people came along and were like, oh, you're in our seat. And she was like, oh, sorry. And then she just moved like a row back. And then 15 minutes later, somebody else showed up and they were like, oh, I think this is we, we have 11 Why and 12. Why do people do that? And she was like, oh. And then she just got up and moved again. Like, Here's the thing. Sis said she's just going to watch the show. Okay. And we're talking about a Beyonce concert where nearly everyone has a seat. This is a movie theater where you can literally in the app or wherever you buy the yeah. tickets see wherever. And this I think my seats deliberately. out theater. Yeah. Ooh. So then there's so, no room for this. What is, what's the plan? There's no room for the shenanigans, right? What what? And there's two of y'all. Yeah, ain't even like users like that one C. Like maybe I'll get lucky and nobody will actually come and sit right. over here. What the fuck are y'all doing at the movie? That's why, unfortunately, no matter who is in my seat, I'm gonna say you're in my seat, girl. You're you're in my. Seat. I learned my lesson. Yeah, because I really didn't even feel like fussing or whatever and talking to this old mm-hmm. man. But I was like. From now on, but that's, exactly that's exactly what he did. Exactly, he was like, I ain't gonna mess with this old woman. And she was <laughs> exactly. like, I ain't gonna mess with these. Everybody was like, Oh, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm just sit somewhere else until the problem became until fucking Annie Rossum from Shameless <laughs> walks over talking about I'm in her goddamn you seat. Guys, she smelled like beer me. the whole goddamn movie, and then the man oh, next damn. to her was coughing without covering his mouth. Oh, gross! I'm like, see, Worst this nightmare. is why. This is why I still be messed up, child. COVID numbers is going crazy right now. Like, I'm like, I, who am I? Why am I rushing to come see movies again? Especially, no shade, Oppenheimer. And on strike. <laughs> <laughs> and on strike. Yeah. But I'm just like, girl, y'all gonna have to do a little bit better at these goddamn movie theaters. I don't know what. At <laughs> the Barbie movie, uh-huh. I'm telling you, the nigga next was... to me was tweaking, took his feet off the whole, the whole. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Funyuns. Like, you know your feet smell like that. That Frito bag with the pretzels in it and the sun chips. Like the mix. I'm doing way too much. The extra, extra sodium pack. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. 
Hey y'all, ever notice how your relationship with your wireless carrier can have the same yada yada as a bad romantic relationship? Of course you do. We're about to get into all of the reasons that that happens when these listener letters get here. Like you're treated to something special at the beginning with exciting gifts and offers and, you know, imagery of what a perfect partner could look like. Then you get ignored and overlooked, ghosted, if you will. Well, if this sounds like your wireless carrier, it might be time to put an end to that. Now, at Metro, existing customers get that new customer feeling again and again. Introducing Metro Flex, more than just free 5G phones when you join. Get the same great deals as new customers on select devices like Samsung, Motorola, and Revel when you stay 12 months and trade in a phone. It's the first of many initiatives Metro is making to ensure all of their customers feel valued, unlike that person who's left you on red. Stop by your neighborhood Metro store, bring your number and ID, and sign up for an eligible Metroflex plan. Let's move on. What's happening in the world of garb? Like, so I saw a couple of little things, okay. to be honest. <laughs> um, okay, first of all, I saw that um, Coppin State dismissed the lawsuit that had um, Juan Dixon involved in it. Remember oh, the, yes. the student who was I suing him in the school or whatever, whatever. I do um, remember that. Mm-hmm. Alleging sexual assault and stuff like that. I'm reading here, according to HBCUsports.com. Okay. That basically uh, it's been dismissed from a ruling by Baltimore Circuit last week indicating that the complaint against the university would be amended. So I took that to mean that the university was like, look, we're we're gonna try to fix this. And Okay. Oh, amended like repaired. I thought you meant amended like we fucked up something in the suit. So let's go back and edit it and then <laughs> resue. The ruling indicated that the complaint against this university would be amended. Oh, maybe. So, like, the complaint would be edited and then... Yeah, I think that makes more sense. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I don't really know. I did not consider it that way until you said it, but... Okay. I mean, I had honestly completely forgotten about that. Juan Dixon is not somebody I... I just figured I'd on. mention it since I mentioned all the other okay. goddamn times well, this I mean, shit right. had a... Um, there you go. Okay, let's, you know, be fair, whatever. Yeah. Did you see um, Alicia Keys sound on stage with her? I did not, but I heard about it. <laughs> I'm finna pull it up right now. <laughs> it's on Swiss Beats Instagram. Of course it is. So she's playing, she's at the piano. It looks like it's covered in Swarovski crystals or glitter or some shit like that, so which rich. is like, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably one of many pianos she has or uses. Right. Um, But anyways... Apparently, according to this caption, uh, Alicia Swisson Genesis uh, heard how people be acting at these shows, throwing oh, yeah, stuff throwing on stage. Shit. Cardi yeah. B, Lotto. Oh that has been such a. I think it happens to the City Girls the other day. <laughs> I I might be making that one up, but Glorilla. A lot of people they just been like, <laughs> look at his face. <laughs> how old is he? That child said, please try it with this one. Do, do it tonight. <laughs> please try it with my I, mommy. I, I dare you. Eight years old. He oh. was not playing. Like, that oh young man God. said, I am with all yeah. the business. And please don't try me. <laughs> He's not playing no fucking games. It's that facial expression like, 
Oh yeah, y'all having fun at y'all little show, huh? And yeah, his Crocs. That's fine. Oh, he got his Crocs in sport mode, so y'all should have known. He didn't come out there up. to be cute. He really he didn't. came out there to <laughs> to send a message and make it clear, <laughs> which is that if you try this one, you you're not leaving here. Me. Period. Oh, how sweet. Who is that? Egypt. This is Genesis. Genesis. Oh God, how adorable. I'm like. I'm a mom's boy. I get it. I yeah. Breathe in my mama direction the wrong way. And, and I'm, I'm coming directly your at your throat. Yeah, that is, I mean, adorable, really. Because, like, this is a child. <laughs> so cute. Uh, Summer Walker apparently finally broke up with the, um, the boyfriend that show. Yes, I saw because the internet was so pissed that she brought Jada Waiter into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you saw about this yes that's how i found out it was it. unnecessary because everybody was like damn jada don't do nothing to nobody meanwhile she really don't the name jada waiter always takes me down because <laughs> it just sounds like a like a cartoon character like a children's it does kind of sound host. like a hi everybody i'm Nickelodeon. jada waiter welcome to jada waiter wacky hour come with me <laughs> Come on down and let's go down the street. Don't wait away. Don't wait away. Hey. Do you see any apples in the background? Where are they? Okay. Right. Like she spent a host blues clues. Oh, there they are. She's a new Dora the Explorer or whatever. Yeah. So that name always takes me down. But also I don't. I don't know anything about Jada other than I guess she's fucking or used to fuck with or used to date or might be dating Lil Baby. And Lil Baby is uh, the father of her, her child. child. Okay. So. I guess. Some like, being like, I tried to be like Jada. But couldn't. It's just like, hold up, bitch. <laughs> just wait. Just pump your fucking brakes for just one second. If I was Jada, I wouldn't took. I wouldn't took. Oh, that. she didn't. She responded. Oh, okay. Um. So, Summer, I guess, after Lemich got caught again, she posted on her Instagram, it's just, cr- no, 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 She said, I tried my best to be Jada Waiter, but I couldn't. It was cute, though. I wish him the best. And then she said, can't do that cheating stuff. <laughs> Jada heard about this. I mean. And commented on the trade room saying, I learned my lesson after one <gasps> kid. Oh. Oh. And. Oh. I double O P. <laughs> well, Jada said, "What I won't be doing is putting out a record called Fourth Baby Mama and <laughs> having a song with Sierra where we just talk about how much we want to pray for a good nigga to come around. Only to date uh, this, anyway. Hella nigga, kids by random horrible niggas. Like I won't be doing none of that." She said, I learned my lesson after one kid. Yeah. Motherfuckers around here starting their own trends and trying to insert me Ooh, in for laughs on me. the shade room. No. Jada was not having it. She said, leave me the fuck alone. I don't have nothing to do yeah. with this. And I, I can't blame her. Even though when I first read it, I almost read it as Summer trying to give Jada a compliment. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it, uh, yeah, I could see that as well. But if it is backhanded as it fuck. It is, it is, it is. But I... Kind of like when Erica Badu said that she must be everybody's stylist now because of the picture with Beyonce in the hat. Like Erica, <laughs> niggas was so Erica pissed, just and I'm like, Erica, right. that's just what she does. Erica is not. I I've like. I mean, I didn't see no video or nothing. Like, I think she wrote this comment, but I just she fully did not. Yeah, so I just fully didn't get like. Oh, all the girls are inspired by me, and I'm everybody's mother, and like I'm literally styling Beyonce. Like, I didn't. I just didn't get. 
negativity or like it was shady a real fuck you vibe i just didn't get that vibe from it i, I got, don't think like, that she hates beyonce or thinks less of her of there i think that she saw a metallic hat and she has worn a metallic hat about three dozen times right and felt like <laughs> oh the trickle down effect Okay. I mean that. I mean, and I guess that's what she I. She probably just never gonna wear that hat again on this real, tour. I thought that was to me. That just is so ridiculous. Like not the same. Not the not the formation hat. You can't be talking about that. Like you can't be talking about this look Beyonce has been wearing for years. That was my thing when I saw that the the two or whatever i was like as someone who stays away from clips and has not seen this show yet when i saw that i was like oh she's gonna do formation at some point obviously because that's that hat because and you know that's what beyonce fans we don't look at that and think erica badu right so i just i just thought there's no way erica could have possibly it's like my brain wouldn't even allow allow the possibility that you were serious about that especially because b shouts her out on the fucking uh remix yeah that's why i'm saying i don't think it like you know, ayahuasca does a lot of here. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck. You... I said she over there burning her pussy scented incense mm-hmm. and smoking weed. It's also not like people don't give drinking filtered Wayne water. Erica Badu her and style they points. Absolutely do. So yeah, I I took that as like, oh, uh, you know, I tried to be a down ass bitch like Jada, but I couldn't do it. But like when you're talking about a nigga that's cheating, not like I'm holding him down while he's in jail or whatever, but like <laughs> I tried to put up with constant disrespect like Jada Wayda. It's like, okay, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> she didn't even say, but I couldn't. She's like, but I couldn't. It was cute though. Like, I wish it was the best. I don't know. It, it did, like, I could see why you, like, I agree that it did kind of feel like a backhanded compliment. Yeah. So I could see why she would have taken offense to it or other people would be like, why even mention her? Yes. And there is always that excellent point. Why mm-hmm. even, why would, why couldn't you just say, I tried to be the type to hold him down because I loved him anyway, or, you know, we get past it, bullshit, no everybody makes mistakes. And, I mean, because that, that is a lesson a lot of people have learned. So, you know, you're in very good company. So, shout out Jada Wade just, <laughs> I cannot even say her name without laughing. It sounds like now that you say it, yeah. a children's show character. <laughs> so she should capitalize off of that. I mean, I don't. Well, I was gonna say I don't see why not, but also I was gonna say I'm not sure her content is appropriate for children. But I don't actually know what she does. I don't either. So, but that doesn't mean that she couldn't like write a children's book just because yeah. she might, you know, show right some underboob or whatever on Instagram. But that's true. Or maybe she make so. dolls. Dolls? I'm sure that's really hard to do. But can you imagine if you could have like a doll line to compete with like brats or whatever? The Jada Wade. Maybe I'm like Barbie obsessed right now. Perhaps. Cause I don't I mean, I don't I I well, I'm not even gonna get to guessing about whether that's like a good idea or could actually make money, but uh yeah. I just felt like summer girl, it take a good, long, hard look at yourself and the choices you have made. Before you start bringing somebody else's name into posts about like mess and putting up with drama and dumb shit, because girl, girl, mm-hmm. come on now. You be the one talking about all the time how you don't want it, the mess and the drama, and you be wanting your peace and mm-hmm. stuff. So, and like, there you already have it with this nigga yes. that you're breaking up with. Why then bring somebody else in it? But then again, like you said, maybe she didn't even feel like what she was saying was like, mm-hmm. you know, something shady. Well, maybe or... you should think twice. <laughs> Before posting. There's that. Did you see the ring camera video? Of what? Oh, Jesus Christ. 
get to every time, man. Um, oh! So there is a video. <laughs> this is what niggas are talking about. The groceries for my cousin. Yes. <laughs> there is a video of young Meech. Oh, Jada Waiter look just like Summer. <laughs> Goddamn. No, she does not. Unless I'm thinking of somebody else. Okay, yeah, she does. Thank you. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, yeah, there's a video of uh, a ring camera of a ring camera video of who looks to be exactly. I mean, it was very clearly <laughs> Lamech who is walking into what looks like an apartment um, with a very very thick woman who is not Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, whoever ring camera that was wasted no time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is also footage of him leaving. Now, I do believe in a video I saw he was holding something. She wasn't. I don't know if it were groceries, but he claimed uh, that, yeah. What did he say? Um, he was helping his cousin carry her damn, groceries. Damn, I can't help my cousin bring the bags in the house. We went to the grocery store, man. All right. This is. Mm. Summer later posted, it's just crazy how a nigga will really try to pursue the fuck out of you for two years, make you meet their whole family, want to be around you or your kids all day, pay bills, just to embarrass you to the world. Yeah, and it is crazy, girl. Niggas absolutely will do that. You know what's crazier? How when we said, hey, niggas will do this, mm-hmm. like... I don't yep. know, a month ago when he did this? Mm-hmm. And you were like, I'm ghetto. Like, I don't understand what y'all bitches don't understand. Like, I will fuck on a nigga and be ratchet and I don't give a fuck what y'all niggas are talking about. Uh. <laughs> the whole situation with that girl and his chain, like, yeah. the writing has been on the wall just like it was for, what is her baby daddy's name? The first one. London. The, right. London. Just like it was with London. And you said yourself, everybody tried to tell me, but I was real big on like, that's my man. And can't nobody tell me nothing about my man. And so it's like, so you've even made music about this. And yet you continue to make the same decisions. That's interesting. Yeah, well, and so publicly, that's hard. And the she got kids with this nigga or with the other nigga? She got kids with the last dude. Larry, I think. Larry, um, right. Yeah. <laughs> she, when she I'll got that tattoo of Larry, we were all like, girl, what? This, what you, you just got with him at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to lose no sleep over this nigga to be honest with you. I think that she just think he cute and on the TV show that she probably watch and want to fuck him. And... I mean, yeah, and you ain't got no baby with him, so you literally can just leave him alone and yeah. not ever see or speak to him again, and that's fine. Also, I'm like I said, I'm not ignoring the Taylor Swift approach. They're the toxic nigga writing song around him. Oh, Lord. Well, I mean, it worked for Summer. It does work for Summer. What else is even in here? I don't be caring. Cardi B threw her mic at her DJ. Cardi B threw her mic at her. I think, did you see that fan who was all like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just threw the drink up. So what? Like, the, why why, why, did, you, the, why did you do that? And I want to ask all of y'all who are throwing shit at musicians on stage, what the fuck is going on in head? I don't get it. You, did, you Didn't you pay money to see this person? What? I genuinely, every time it happens, I'm always like, what is that person doing? When you throw like, like <laughs> that girl with a 36G bra who threw it at Drake. Yes. That's different. I mean, it is. I I don't understand because 36G is a very giant cup size. It is. And probably so I know your bras are probably like $80 yeah. each minimum. And so I just can't imagine paying for a ticket and then throwing an extra $100 on stage. It's called risk reward, honey. 
if you get called backstage, you might never have a want for another bra again. Okay, you're right. I'm not thinking things through. I'm not thinking like a, a real hustler, an entrepreneur. <laughs> because we are let me not you yes, we're okay. all the different okay. mindset. Yeah. But let me say something. Especially if you're from Miami, the girls they have a plan. Have diagrams. <laughs> E equals MC, I'm getting paid tonight. <laughs> there it is. I'm getting that famous dick on tonight. All right, girl. Lizzo's being sued. Jesus Christ. I could not believe this. For all kinds of wild shit, including sexual Child. harassment. Some of her former dancers are accusing her of um, basically like body... Yeah, the body shaming thing, body shaming. I felt like what I read in the NBC News article, that seemed to be like the smallest of these things. Like, yeah. The yes. girl felt like a comment was made that was like thinly veiled about her weight. Mm. The other stuff was far worse <laughs> to me. And then for other people who have worked with Lizzo, other dancers and um, I think somebody who has directed some of her videos and stuff to come out and be like, yeah, I'm not part of the suit, but I had that same experience and I'm praying for the girls that they have what they need and all this. I'm like, really? God I didn't damn. Know about I just heard about this like an hour ago. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It like literally, <laughs> as soon as we got home from, <laughs> when I got home earlier and was waiting on the girl to come do my hair, I opened Twitter and I was like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah, her former creative director and another one of her former dancers said, I'm not part of the lawsuit, but this was my experience. Shout out to those of you who had the courage. Like, I haven't been, the other one said, I haven't been part of that world for around three years for the same reason. And it was the whole, like, pressuring people to do sexual acts in the club and eating a banana out of a stripper's pussy and playing with people's what? titties and stuff like that, where I was just like, <sighs> you think been Yes, like when they were in Amsterdam, like and and in, and telling the girls, you know, come to this cabaret show or whatever, like come to this show, and you know, you'll be able to learn something or be inspired. And it's actually like a nude cabaret bar that she was inviting these girls to, and they had no idea that like she would deliberately not tell them about where they were going because then they would have had the opportunity to say, "Oh no, I don't no. want to do it." So, um, that and then some just terrible behavior being alleged here that one of her dance captains was like this super devout Christian and would um, judge the other girls if they had premarital sex, like talking about them and yeah, their virginity and all this and just yelling at girls, berating them, accusing them of being uh, drunk before performances and making them re-audition and arguing about pay and there was just so much in that article. And I was stunned, stunned. I mean, of all the people, I would have never thought this shit of Lizzo. Like, literally never. Her whole vibe, the whole, the body shaming thing, I really think, y'all, that was put in the headline because Lizzo is big. And so it's like, how dare mm. a fat person shame another person? So I think that was done for clicks. But the rest of what is alleged here is, to me, far more serious. And there are much more details anyway. And more people, like, saying, yes, me too. And I was held in this room 
so that her security could go through my phone and find this video. And it's just like, just really awful and incredibly disappointing, in addition to shocking. Like, I really would have never thought it, but you don't, I mean, I don't know Lizzo. I've never met her. And you really don't know these people. And just because the vibe seems one way on Instagram or in their videos or performances or whatever, doesn't necessarily mean it's the truth. And ordinarily, I would, you know, say let's see how it plays out in court and I do still want to see how it plays out but the fact that other people who have worked with her been a part of the documented members of the camp are coming out and saying yeah that was me too it's like god damn you know usually when there's smoke there's fire and it's a mess it really really is ain't no heroes I'll tell you that ain't that none. is crazy it is, is really, yeah shocking. fucking wreck <clears throat> shocking is the word yep it I is guess. so God bless the dancers, you know. That's awful. Um, I think I'm going to call it there because okay. that was I was talking of... about Nicki Minaj being in Call of Duty. She's in Call of Duty? Well, she's going to be in Call of Duty alongside 21 Savage and Snoop Dogg as playable character. Really? So you can pl- is she going to play a character or the character is Nicki Minaj? Like, I guess it's just going to be a skin of these characters. So meaning when you log in to play as, you know, Joe Schmo shoot em up and fight other people online and cuss at them and be racist, you can put on a Nicki Minaj costume and they'll see Nicki Minaj instead of oh, okay. just a regular Whatever soldier. Whatever your avatar thing Yeah, is. she's not going in to do voice acting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so she's just letting them use her image. Apparently. That's much yeah. easier. Yeah, much easier. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it sounds like a big check. I'm also just like, especially with modding and nope. like when <laughs> modding is like jailbreaking. Sure, it's like modifying a, a your equipment, a, a, like software. software. Okay. Um, and it's mostly done on PCs. I don't know how they would do that with Call of Duty though. I have like no, like I've never played those games. Um, I heard some of them have good campaign stories or whatever, but most people who play them, it's the, you know, the people you think of when you think of a stereotypical game, stereotypical gamer yeah. in the big racing seat. Oh, yeah. With the, headphones, with the headsets and the mics. Screaming, popping blood vessels. Yeah. That's Call of Having Duty in 2K. Um, so the barbs. I have Call of Duty. I've just never played it. It came with the PlayStation. Yeah. That's why you have it. Yeah. I, I didn't doubt never, that. would have never bought it. And I've all. never opened it. Yeah. <laughs> it don't seem like it's for me. Mm-hmm. I believe I also have a copy of Call of Duty for that reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not for me. It isn't. And there's a new one every year. It's like, so, whatever. But for Nicholas. That's but there is a video game I want you to play. Oh, okay. I'll write it down. Now, I, I don't necessarily watch the shows you tell me to watch, but I do always play the games. <laughs> this one is called Venba. V-E-N-B-E-V-E-N-B-A. Okay. Venba. Yes. It is beautiful. Short explanation. You oh, play... Oh, look how cute. This uh, Indian so woman who moves to Canada in the 80s and basically just tries to make a life there with her husband. Oh, my God. And most of the game game, it surrounds cooking, like traditional oh, cuisine. Okay. Um, But the cooking parts are almost like puzzles. It's like, uh, and it's also really, you could probably finish the game in like an hour or two. Okay. But it's like a great story. It, it, the art style is gorgeous. You get to learn about all kinds of different uh, food and uh, the Tamil language. Oh, nice. People. 
Um, and I thought what well, was a very gripping and sweet story. And especially someone who has parents who were immigrants and mm-hmm. like a first generation American. Yeah. I also think like if if you fall into that group, definitely check this game out. It's super short. It's lots of fun. It's not hard. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, it's told very, very well. Congratulations. To, I think the company that made it is called uh, Visai Games. Sorry if I uh, mispronounced that. This is not an ad. Um, but yeah i literally just finished it earlier today and i was just like wow fantastic i'm glad i bought that you'll like it all right there's also a hello kitty animal crossing but we'll we'll cross that bridge i'm not buying no more life simulators i i literally yeah they suck the time and the life and i those are great when you're deep in the throes of depression yeah or the pandemic or the pandemic and you're like, I could drink all day or I could play a video game. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to pick the one that's less harmful. But I cannot, I'm even pacing myself with Tears of the Kingdom. Same. Partially because it's a giant fucking game. Like, yeah. girl, I'm not in any rush. But And it's meant to be cozy. It, and I and I am in that place now. Like, I don't. I don't need to escape to another world. That's why I I'm getting this one Bamba. together. So I was like, you can get in and out of that game before yeah. you got to go back to okay, school. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Try I, it, folks at home. No, I, it's literally I googled it. It's so fucking cute. So. It's really great. All I right. hope they win awards and stuff. All right, that's it for the hot tops thoughts. Let's move on. Hey, y'all. These days, most of us are meeting new people online through the apps. Yes, it's me. I'm on the apps. I've been trying out a lot of them lately. And I have to say, there's something about that Hinge. First of all, Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. The whole point is that the girls want you to find somebody and then get off of it. And they have these great prompts, Hinge prompts, to help you show off your full personality and connect with somebody who appreciates you. Now, we know Liga Bigga Tigga Month is coming up. Kifira and I are both on the Broken Wrist community. And Hinge's LGBTQIA plus prompts are designed to help queer daters specifically better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibilities. These prompts were created in collaboration with GLAD, so they are by the people for the people, and they have quite a few of them. The first time I knew I was gay, or I feel proudest of who I am, or my chosen family is the best at. For me, um, you know, one of the Liga Bigatiga prompts that I chose to answer was the one about connecting to my community. I connect to my community by, first of all, doing this show. You're welcome. Um, But also through volunteer work, uh, through donations, and by having a good time at Pride and making sure that no matter where I go, I show up as my full authentic self. And if you don't like it, you don't have to have me there. So that's just one of the ways that I like to use these hinge prompts to kind of give people an idea of who I am and what I'm about. So you already know before you message me, like I already see what type of time she on. If you're interested in meeting somebody new and getting rid of dating apps, then download Hinge today and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. They right there waiting on you on Hinge. So go download it today. Get started. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist, but... Guess what? You really don't have to wait. You can get a therapist right now through Talkspace and start working through some of the things that have been going on maybe in your past or just things that are holding you back now in your present. Therapy can help you shift your perspective, find tools to cope in difficult times and be a guiding light. But getting started is the most important part. 
Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. The best part is you can have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. Talkspace can help with any specific challenges you might be facing. It is the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and much more. As a listener of The Read, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read and enter promo code SPACE80. So to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. Again, that's Talkspace.com slash read, promo code SPACE80. Go take care of your mental health. Okay, folks, we're back. It's time for your letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our letter this week comes from AC who says, I am almost 30 years old and I am five months pregnant by my sneaky link. <laughs> this obviously was not a planned pregnancy. I love when they get it right off at the beginning. <laughs> First sentence. I found out really early that I was pregnant around week four and let the father know immediately he played it cool for all of 30 minutes until he realized that I was considering keeping the baby. <laughs> I told him that I was also considering abortion, but this nigga cussed me out, called me childish, and every other insult you can think of at the thought of me actually having the baby. I understood the fear <laughs> of being an unexpected father. What I didn't understand is how he went from zero to 100 real fucking quick. The night of conception, neither one of us was searching for protection, and we ignorantly depended on plan B the next day. Y'all, the plan B didn't work. Mm-hmm. It sometimes doesn't, girl. Yeah, it's not promised. Yeah. Anyways, when I told him I was going to keep the baby, he was extremely pissed. And he said since I made the decision that was right for me, he was going to make the decision right for him and not be in the child's life. It worked. <laughs> I told him I did not respect his decision. And with hopes that he would change his mind, I'd keep him updated on doctor's appointments until I was fed up with doing that. <sighs> Fast forward to today and I've done my part. Mm-hmm, of course. Even while feeling defeated, sad, and foolish, I've never gotten a response, but I was still trying to remain optimistic recently. But then today, I scrolled through his business page. He's a barber. She <laughs> put in parentheses. And I... one particular girl caught my eye. Oh, God. Yes, I scrolled through the likes of his latest pics, but don't judge me. Yeah, the girl was in his apartment posted up, and I scrolled through her photos, and there was a comment from him with a heart emoji. Okay. I'm coming to terms with him being absent. I'm thinking an absent father is better than a present absent father. True. Mm-hmm. However, I'm feeling some type of way mm-hmm. because I think I was my sneaky link side piece. And now I want to tell his girlfriend. <laughs> the question is, should I? Mm-hmm. I'm not a messy person, but I feel like this nigga should be playing in mud. Thanks for your time, AC. Okay, so you think mm-hmm. that this person is his girlfriend and that you have been the side piece. Mm-hmm. You have known, though, that he has been your sneaky link. Now, help me with what that is. Sneaky link is just a nigga you fucking with, but you're not really telling nobody about it. You're not claiming him. Not even with your friends, really. Like, it's like you're not even posting him on Instagram. So it's just somebody that you fucking... Yeah, just somebody you fucking... Not boo, not bae. Just literally come drop this dick off and go home. And you never talk to anybody about it. 
I mean, you might tell your friends, but I think the point of a sneaky link is that you don't claim this nigga. And you don't publicize him as having anything to do with you. That's my understanding of sneaky link. That's just somebody who come through, drop the dick off and leave. Like, and there's nothing else. Like, there's no expectation of, I mean, really not even necessarily Caribbean Dictionary says sneaky link when you and another person are fucking but don't want anyone to know about it. Like, literally that. Sneaky link can be sexual or non-sexual experience that nobody knows about. It's usually a sexual experience. (laughs) Right. I don't think anybody calls it a sneaky link because then it's nothing to be sneaky about if y'all not fucking. Well, then this feels it just just feels like it has high risk for you fucking somebody who is claimed by someone else. No. Well, I mean, if you don't know that he's claimed by somebody else, then I mean, I guess you could have a sneaky leak and sneaky link and and know things about them. Sneaky yeah. link doesn't mean you don't have like conversation and kick it. Right. I mean, it doesn't not necessarily, although. Based off this letter, I think maybe she didn't know whether he was in a relationship, but also she didn't ask. Like, that's not my business. You know what? I'm asking a lot of questions I don't care about. (laughs) At the end of (laughs) it, I think that if he does have a girlfriend and you have been the side piece or whatever in that situation, um, here's the thing. You have to consider, right? Like, realistically, Mm -hmm. um, telling his girlfriend about you and that whole situation is going to cause an explosion of drama that you're going to be involved in, he's going to be involved in, she's going to be involved in. It mm-hmm. could blow back up in your face, yada, 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 yada. It's just, it could be a lot. It's a can of worms, you know what I mean? Um, that said, I would totally do it. <laughs> I would do it on Sunday, Monday, any other day. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the fuck you going to tell me to my face after you got me pregnant. Mm-hmm. Now, neither, like, we know how this works. Yeah, both of y'all. We know how this works, and we know what we did. Y'all wanted to fuck Here up. I am now yeah. with yeah. a pregnant puss. Yep. Okay. And this is fucking happening. Yep. And you got the nerve to tell me directly to my face that you were making the decision to have nothing to do with the baby you made. Mm-hmm. That is wild. It is. That is wild. Yeah. Like, I understand, you know, wow, I'm so unprepared for this. I'm probably going to go home and eat Cheetos and be depressed for a week and pace and just freak out mm-hmm. and be pissed and hate your motherfucking ass and hate myself <laughs> and hate my mama for making me and then watch, you know, uh, MMA or, oh, or, God. or Fast and Furious or <laughs> something Please. like that and then get over it. And take responsibility. For your child, yeah. Mm. Like, how do you like? How do you know that you made a person? Yeah, there was that, that is, there is a wander around. There is a there. person who is coming into the world who is going to be in need of several things: sustenance, mm-hmm. guidance, yep. home, housing, water, yeah, water air, clothing, you know, all of these things that they cannot school. get themselves. Yeah. And you had half a part mm-hmm. in bringing this nigga here, yep. and you make the decision to be like. I don't care. I'm not gonna do any. I'm not. I have. I'm not gonna do anything about it. Yeah. You work. I mean, he might. We don't know if he has a job. He's an alleged barber. Oh right. He has a business. He has a barber shop. So you just don't want to be a daddy. Yeah. And wear a fucking condom or get snip snip. You just don't nut in vaginas. That's all you have to do to not be a father. Don't tell them that because they feel like the rhythm method is effective. (laughs) I mean, and. 
don't want to say it can be. There's lots of things I mean, you can do. Not doing it. There's right. There's lots of things you can do. Charting cycles and all this and pulling out, even though there's sperm and precum and there's things you can do to minimize it. But y'all are fucking raw. You have to know that pregnancy is an option, even if she does take Plan B. It does not necessarily work, and. So I do have some empathy for men who don't want to be fathers and then their partners get pregnant and neither one of them were planning a pregnancy. Same way I have empathy for the mother because she didn't plan to have a parasite implanted into her uterus, but that nigga is there. And so now we have a decision to make. And I could not just let my biological child be wandering around in the world and just knowingly have nothing to do with them but niggas do it every day wild it is it is really wild now do i think you should put this man on blast not really because there's there's too much here that you don't really know yeah that's the problem you're not entirely sure that this girl is even his girlfriend right just because she was took a picture in his apartment and he posted a heart emoji underneath it doesn't really mean anything and even if it did this was your sneaky link like you are just mad at him for abandoning you and y'all's baby, which is valid. Yeah. But I think the decisions you make right now, every decision you make, should be about what is best for the child that you have chosen to keep. Oh, fine. <laughs> right. And starting a bunch of shit in this man's life. He's already mad at you. He's already made it clear he doesn't want anything to do with you or the baby. Starting some shit with this woman that may not even be based in reality is just going to cause you a bunch of drama. Like, that man is going to be calling your phone or that girl is going to be blowing up your DMs. Right. And it's, that's stress on you that your baby don't deserve. Yeah. He just wants you to sit down somewhere, maybe get you some Snickers ice cream bars, queue up one of these streaming services, turn on the cable or something, and put your fucking feet up. That's all your baby wants from you right now. Like... Let's maybe go outside and walk around a little bit every day and then let's chill, mommy. Like your baby don't want to be stressed out in there. So I would say no, not to do it because this is this isn't really about like, oh, girls supporting girls. And like, let me tell you about your, yeah, no, it's your raggedy ass man. You're mad at him. Unadulterated petty man. Yeah. And so I just don't I see this causing more problems for you and. Whatever pleasure you get out of it being short-lived <laughs> and hollow, because at the end of it, he's still not going to want you or your baby. That's real, and that's that's really it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's not going to change. I'm, I'm it's probably going to make him more mad. You understand? <laughs> that's this isn't going to make him want to be a change dad. anything. It's going to just push him away even more, make you look like the bitter baby mama, and you know, make him feel like he's right. In this decision to, you know, stay away from it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I agree. You know, like, it, yeah. I think the win for you, and maybe it doesn't feel like it now, but I think the win for you is just going to be being a fucking awesome mom. Honestly, I think the winning best regardless. Thing, you know what I mean? I really do. I think the best thing for you is to, if I were in your position and a nigga said, First of all, a nigga yelling at me because he got me pregnant. That's what we're not doing. Immediate in the year child. <laughs> I would have said, you can actually just leave my apartment right fucking now. Like, you actually don't have to have nothing to do with my baby. You don't have to be a father if you don't want to. I'm telling you, I'm keeping this child. 
Now, whether you are a father, nobody can force you to do. Only thing I can force you to do is pay child support. Mm -hmm. And even that, y'all find ways to get out of. Yeah. I, I can't force you to be a part of my child's life. And if I have to force you, you're probably not a good father. Right. Like AC said, I feel like an absent dad is better than a present absent dad. Absolutely. A nigga who is around but not actually doing the work of being a father, worthless. Because you could meet a nigga <laughs> so many next year, year, whatever, whatever that can be the perfect father for your child. You know what I mean? Your your kid can still dad. I mean that wants to be a dad. It that is completely an option. That is if it yeah, you know what I mean? But if you want this baby and you decided you were gonna have this baby, then the rest of it, especially because he was clear with you from the beginning that he wasn't down, like now that you're five months along and and going through his Instagram, I think you really gotta kind of take a step back here and be like, I'm really in my feelings because of how he's acting about this pregnancy. Like, mm -hmm. even with a sneaky link, you probably thought, ain't no way that nigga is really finna come out of a bag on me like this. Like, you probably, and people say that all the time, that men switch up after you get married. They switch up after babies. Like, you don't really see the true character of that nigga until y'all are in a home together, married, having children, and, like, living day-to-day -day life. The mundane horrible, filthy, sticky, loud, stressful things you have to do as a parent every fucking day. So I'm not surprised that he switched up and you have every right to be mad about that shit as far as I'm concerned. I just think you're going to cause undue, unnecessary stress on yourself if you try to like make this a thing and be like, oh, by the way, girl, I'm five months pregnant with this nigga's baby in case you his girl. Like, I wouldn't, but... I get the feelings behind it. Yeah, same. So, I mean, you just literally just told her that you would do it. So, <laughs> that's not quite true, but... Oh no, my. I changed my mind. Oh, you wouldn't do it now? Yeah, no. Mm. And I prefaced everything I said with how much drama it would create. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think it's about, you know, AC said I'm not a messy person. I don't think it's about being messy or not. It's about your motivation behind it. Your motivation is you want revenge because how dare this nigga do you like that? Mm -hmm. And I get it. I just don't think it's for the best of you or your unborn child. So best of luck to you, though, girl. I don't Those types of no niggas kids, usually so. end up in a pine box, though. Do what? You know, like they like a lot of them niggas come to the end of their oh, life and nobody oh, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody gives okay. a fuck what to do with their remains. I didn't hear what you said all the way. I was like, wait a minute. Pine box. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. But yeah, like you don't get to have children, abandon them and then expect community and care in your later years. Or you shouldn't. Yeah. Because then they turn 45 or whatever and, and then they start graying in the beard or whatever oh, yeah. and realize don't nobody around them like they is. Mm -hmm. And then you want to get in touch with your children because you're their daddy. And, no, like, and then they're like, nigga, you can actually kiss my entire yeah. ass. And then you mad at them because how could they say this to you? You're their daddy. Bitch, how are you my daddy? I don't fucking know you, right. bitch. You know? That whole you only have one dad and he only has one me. Yeah. So... I'm not the one who fucked it up. Like, he's the one who fucked it up. This man, your your baby father, he is intentionally fucking up his relationship with his child before that nigga even gets here. And I can't imagine how frustrating that must be, but this isn't going to make him be a dad. And 
I'm not sure there's a way you can punish him that's worse than not being a part of your own child's life. Like, he's giving himself the worst punishment. Yes, being a parent is hard, but it's also incredibly fulfilling and rewarding. And it means a lot to people who are good at it. So, you know, he's missing out on the opportunity to be a parent and know somebody and and guide them through adulthood. It should be a beautiful experience, but niggas act like it don't mean nothing, which is... It's so tragic, but what can you do, girl? That's where we are. Um, Let's see. I'm going to cut it off there because I have a feeling the read is going to go long like it always fucking does. Hmm. So we're going to end the letters right there. If you have a question for us, send it on over to asktherita gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Get everything for your next project today at Menards. Johnson Level has been an industry leader for over 75 years, offering the finest levels, lasers, and layout tools. The Johnson Level 85-foot laser distance measurer captures length, area, and volume. And it also can be used in dusty and rainy environments. View our selection of Johnson Level tools on Menards.com. Plus, check out the weekly flyer for many other great deals happening this week. Save big money at one, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. We're back, and it is time for us to now do the read. After! We... Not my best work. Now I'm for sure glad that I cut the letters off early because here you go with this bullshit. <laughs> hey, girlies. I can't wait to see what it's lies me. you come up with this week. <laughs> Back with the hottest and shortest sports takes around. Mm-hmm. The girls can't afford me. Not my problem. They can't. I'm here to talk to you girls about what happened this weekend down in I don't know where it happened. Okay. It was a fight to remember. The World Cup? No. Terrence Bud Crawford versus Errol Spence Jr. Boxing? Oh, Jesus. Mm. Is Errol Jamaican? I don't think so, but that's a very Jamaican name. Right? I heard it and was like, hmm, let me ask. Well, my winner won. I mean, my fighter won. Okay. Um, that mostly because I know more about Buck Crawford. I don't really know that much about the other fighter. But it was a cool fight because these were these two black fighters doing great um, in the industry. And also, like, no big ego, dumb, dramatic storyline fighting okay. at the way in <laughs> and trying to make it a, you know, cinematic-ass rivalry. They, from the get-go, respected each other and went in there to just do the, you know, make let the best man win. Now, the best man did, and there was no doubt about it. Oh, okay. It was a great fight. But it was also with one side, there's all hell. Damn, he beat his ass. But 
Crawford <laughs> beat <laughs> this man's ass. Oh no. Nine ways from your favorite Sunday. I'm telling you, bitch, first of all, he knocked this nigga on his pockets round two. And I feel like they say that was the first time that he, that had ever happened to him in his career. Oh, yikes. And from there, downhill. Speedy. Okay? Okay. Round three, he couldn't keep up. Round four, this man. So round four, <laughs> eight him up stop the fight had started trending by that time like the girlies were just like let's hear him let's not stop the fight now listen by like round five you know they he was you know pretty bloody and getting puffy and whatnot but he held his own you know he was relying on like i think counters and trying to find his his spot in there to really, but every single time he yeah. could, which was rare okay. that he could find an opening. Terrence Crawford was right there with a follow up th- that seemed powered by a blastoise, maybe. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. He rocked this bitch. 58% of his power punches connected. Oh my God. 50. And that's like, I think that's everything but a jab. That means, <laughs> like, Big punt, big shots. Yeah. I'm not missing them. Rocked his world. The girlies were begging for it to end. Yeah, Sabrina Ionescu in the three-point contest. Now, he woke up a bit. Errol Spence, Spence in round six. Who, I just Googled, has a Jamaican daddy and a black American mom. There you go. <laughs> not shocked at all. Then maybe I should have rooted for him. I wasn't against him. Like I said, I didn't yeah, know who he was. Right. You didn't know who that familiar. man was. And at the end, you felt sorry for that man. <laughs> Who did? I got your ass beat, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. Molly walked. He woke up a bit again in um round six, but he still <laughs> met a dangerous jab from Bud. Oh no! And uh, thankfully, uh, that ended before it could get too crazy. He dropped his ass, Spence ass twice in round seven. There was an uppercut. Oh, I know what that looks like. I've played Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> Who got it? Uh, I think he had, I think Spence hit him with a right uppercut and then immediately countered. He immediately had a counter, a jab oh. to the body. He was like trying to do a lot of body stuff too, because maybe I felt like he couldn't really keep up mm. with the head. So he was like trying to then get him where he could. <laughs> Okay, with jazz shoulders. <laughs> By round eight. But was, at that point, he was just having fun and playing mind games. Oh, damn. And just like, from my perspective, Not with it. it was just like intimidation <laughs> tactics at that point. It was like, you're at the, we know what this is giving. Yeah. Congratulations for still being on 10 every okay. now and then. He was sick of his shit by the next round. Spence, he oh, was yeah. like, he was yeah, like, agitated. I'm going for every shot I can at this point. I mean, yeah. And he threw some great ones. How many are there? How many rounds? Are there 12. 12. Okay. Yikes. Bud ate every single one of the, he like, he did throw a couple of shots that connected okay. it, but ate them shits right up like, like a pasta. Like, <laughs> like nothing. Stayed <laughs> focused at every chance that he got a shot. Damn. He took it and it landed until eventually Harvey Doc the ref. Oh, okay. Said no more. 
Oh, so the ref can say the fight is over early if I think you clearly beat his ass. If I think that you are um, uh, at risk of death. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like serious injury. And, right. Concussions. Because there were many, many times where every time he fell or looked kind of crazy or whatever, the ref pulled you to his side, mm-hmm. stop it, count to like 10 or whatever, ask you to walk here or to, just to make sure that you are straight. And okay. if you are, then the fight continues. But if they feel like, uh-uh, no, somebody is going to get fucked up here, then they'll stop it. Got now, it. some people, I saw some people felt like he shouldn't stop the fight because Spence didn't want the fight to stop. And he was on his feet at the time. Oh. But he was on his feet. <laughs> Forget the feet, honey. I was his head his face was intact. playing Sonic Spinball. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. I remember that world. He ate that man up and he still showed respect. They both showed respect after the fight was over. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's probably pride more than anything. Like, I must stand here until they say it's over, but I can't. I'm sure the worst is the means. I'm sure there was a part of him that was relieved when the ref was like, going in the back and rinse off. He wasn't. like I I would not want to get on either one of these people's bad side. Oh, no. I'm sure he can beat ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he just, I, I could somebody see. Somebody else can beat more ass. Why this was an exciting fight. Okay. Even with the very, very little I knew about him. Okay. Um, But, no, nah, he wasn't ready for that nigga. Yeah. Not on that night. Yeah. He told that nigga up, up. Yikes. He, but like, I, and I love I love fighting and I you love do. boxing love and then all that other type of yeah. stuff. There were a couple of times where I like, ooh, my God, ref, mm. at any time. Like, please, any that being, damn, we know what damn. it's giving. Please save that man's life. Right. I'm glad you're talking about something you actually know something about. I was so scared you was going to talk about soccer or the WNBA. Wow. Okay. This is nice. Interesting. I mean, I do. I still consider boxing to be barbaric, but at least you know something about it. So, you know. Wow. Normally, you just get over here and start bullshitting with these sports shorts. Where by TKO? (laughs) But yeah, you know, good for your mans. I'm surprised that nigga lasted nine rounds, to be honest Honestly. When he had that nigga on his back pockets round two. The look on his face was like, oh, wow. This is really happening. I did not really expect happening. to get waxed, right? right. I did not expect to get waxed. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Nonsense. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Stop. Give up, young man. Just let it. We love you. You are loved. <laughs> like. Yeah. Don't, you don't, don't forget about to, your family. You ain't got to be like this. <laughs> it ain't got to be like this. No, good. Shout out to both of them. Great, great sportsmanship and great. How right. wonderful! How nice! All right, you have a read. Thank God, um, that's over. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just very used to kind of you know smugly correcting you and laughing at you on the. Oh wow, I'm mad not used to you actually knowing something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Show your true colors. I just knew you was going to have some bullshit to say. Um, Don't worry, I'll have much more to say on the topic of sports. So, first, um, I want to talk about something really stupid, which is Elon Musk. God, I, 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 I can't. That bitch is so dumb. I can't. Imagine. Please tell me you're going to. I know what you're going to tell me. I mean, so, I've seen this, you know, tweet uh, about 500 times, but... <clears throat> Imagine taking a brand with the recognition like Twitter. Hello. To the point where 
tweet as a verb has been added to the dictionary as in like to post on the social media site Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And to then change this logo and the name to just X. Just X. From tweet to post. <laughs> From like retweet to repost. And it's like you took all of the brand uniqueness and made it this generic thing. For why? We'll never know. We'll never know. It's so. He is a blathering dumbass. However, I mean, as stupid as that is. I know. Come on. As stupid as that is, it was. Even dumber that he tried to take down the... Did you see this about the building in San Francisco? Yes. Where he, yes, I did. So this dumbass put up a giant X sign atop the San Francisco Twitter... I'm not calling it X. Twitter headquarters on Friday. That bitch was gone by Monday. What <laughs> did you think? Sir, you thought you could put a bright-ass lit X that, like, flashes and shit This up. wasn't even just, like, <laughs> a light-up X. It, first of all, had the light of three suns. It's flat. It's Times but then Square. It also, yes, it would flash. Like, you're at a Lady Gaga concert. Like, I'm trying to go to bed. Why is there a rave? Sir, you're literally going to trigger seizures and people with these strobing lights. Why? On top of this building. Lights that are directed at other buildings nearby. Residential buildings. <laughs> Child, whoever owns the building where Twitter is headquartered said, whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the police. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. Oh, they said even with the blinds down, it was like daylight in their apartments. So, of course, (laughs) I don't know how much money you spent on that. I don't know. And they were like, the police stopped them when they were doing it in the first place because they didn't even have the permits or whatever to be what up there the taking this shit. What the fuck is he doing? Whatever the fuck he wants to. This is why I saw another tweet that said at Tesla and SpaceX they have teams of people around <laughs> to make sure that Elon can't that. do whatever he wants to do because he has horrible fucking ideas. <laughs> and he would bankrupt the whole damn <laughs> both of them companies. He if doesn't he could. know he anything. Doesn't. He just has money. Yes. And that's all. And But Twitter doesn't have a board that he has to answer to. You know, he Twitter is his. And he can ruin it if he wants to. What a freak. <laughs> like, Imagine I, I spending don't. $44 billion to do this. Sir, I'm not sure. The police were like, girl, you can't just come through and shut the streets down and decide you're going to take this shit down and then put this shit back up and then the lights and all this and whoever owns the building is clearly not on your side and you're continuing to make all of these changes to Twitter that just make people not want to use Twitter anymore. Like, apparently he has now limited DMs where if you don't pay for Twitter, then you can only send like a handful of DMs every day. That's not really an issue for me, but (laughs) he is hiding tweets from people you actually follow. So even if you're like in your following tab, you're not necessarily going to see tweets from the people you follow because they want you to go over to that for you tab where all the people who have paid for Twitter are taking up like all this real estate. They're doing this weird pyramid scheme where you can opt in to get paid if you 
get a certain number of impressions on your tweets, but you can only get paid if you first pay for Twitter Blue. And it's like, that's not how ads work. Like, I don't have to pay Google AdSense for Google AdSense to cut me a check. That's not how that that works. Oh, my God. But Elon is intent on ruining Twitter. And it's really, it's sad. Twitter was probably my favorite social media site. I loved it at one point. Um, You know, not that I, I, I like Instagram, too. But Twitter was about words. And I've always been good with bad words. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed it. I lo- met a lot of great friends through Twitter, you included. Yeah. Um, But... <laughs> I feel like it is time to, if you have not yet, you know, emotionally or whatever, distanced yourself from Twitter, it's time to do that. Because this nigga, when he just flat out didn't pay his Amazon Web Services bills, and so Twitter was like, girl, we, Amazon was like, we will literally shut this shit down. Who are you talking to? Like, you will pay your bills when it comes to us. Like, he just... He's, I, I can't. Why he Musk. didn't just pay the billion to get out of the deal, I'll never understand. I don't either. I, I, I don't know. 44 billion to then just sh- shit all over it and ruin it. And and then what? Like, do you really think this is going to be profitable? I don't even think Twitter will be operational in the next few years. But I think he genuinely wants to be Lex Luthor. But like, Lex Luthor was clever and brilliant. And like, you know, you can read a comic. Yes, Batman. Close enough. S- Superman. Yep. Yep. D- I knew it was DC and not Marvel. I mean, he's fucked with everybody. Lex Luthor is an asshole. So I just wanted to say, you know, a real quick fuck Elon Musk. That girl has no idea what she's doing. None. Not to mention, you know, horrible father, terrible about his trans child, doesn't seem to be like worth a good goddamn as a human being just raggedy just awful in every way and he is not likely to improve i'll just say that yeah probably not so just wanted to talk about him being real dumb right quick before i talk about something that actually broke my heart which is the story of o'shea sibley and this happened you know right down the street in brooklyn um, late Saturday night, he was at the gas station with his friends. They're playing Renaissance, turning up, having a good gay ass time. Cause that's what you do. A bunch of homophobes approached them, told them to stop dancing, called them a bunch of gay slurs. And when O'Shea was like, Oh, okay, bitch, not me. Like not us wrong ones. Like don't try it. This nigga stabbed him and he died at the hospital, um, a short time later. So literally a black man in Brooklyn, New York. Y'all like to act like homophobia doesn't exist in New York or New York City, but right here in the Nueva York, murdered for voguing with his friends on a Saturday night. Literally just having fun. Probably going to go see a Beyonce show. Or, you know, maybe had come from it or maybe had tickets or had already seen it or who knows what. This man was a professional dancer Moved here from Philly right before the pandemic for more opportunities, auditions, and things like that. He was a choreographer. And, I mean, by all accounts, a beautiful human being. Mm. And I... I just... I feel like every time this happens, I watched the video, the friend who was with him, Otis Pena, he... um went live on Facebook a few hours later 
And I watched part of that video before I had to turn it off because it was breaking my heart. Because imagine that you're with your friend and y'all are literally just filling up the gas tank because y'all finna go out. Like, it's Brooklyn. It's New York. It's summer. It's Saturday. Like, we're going out. We're having a good time. And then the next thing you know, this person is murdered and you are drenched in their blood because you're trying to stop the bleeding. The fact that they can see us just being ourselves and be so angry. Yep. We don't have nothing to do with you. We're not trying to get you to Vogue. We're not trying to get you into the Renaissance show. Couldn't care less. We're not trying to get you to take no dick. Like Nobody's inviting you to the festivities. But you see us being our natural selves. And you are so angered by it and so threatened by it that violence is the only way that you can respond to that. And we end up losing our lives. You, like... (sighs) I just, I wish for people who have that emotion or that reaction. Yeah. To ask themselves, Mm -hmm. what is this person doing to you? Yeah. How is this person disrupting you? How is this? Why do you, why are you upset? Yeah. Why is this having a negative reaction within you? Yeah. And I feel like I'm very, um, I'm very used to, to people convincing themselves of, you know, convincing themselves that whatever they do or say or think is justifiable based on whatever dumb shit that they make up. They don't make no damn gotcha. sense. So I feel like there'll always be an excuse. But when I saw this, I was just really devastated. That I mean, for me to be fresh off of Renaissance, where I saw so many queer black people being celebrating themselves and being celebrated by the biggest musician in the fucking world. Beyonce has crafted this whole tour and this whole album around celebrating our beauty, our our ingenuity, our creativity, our talent. Mm -hmm. For that to be snatched away because some niggas didn't like you could have just not paid the nigga no mind you could have just went on about your business how is gay (laughs) niggas twerking at a gas station why why does that have anything to do with you his it broke my heart when i read the new york times article about it because his auntie was like you know i remember him being a little kid and loving Missy Elliott and dancing around and so then I'm picturing like a little black boy getting his life to Missy Elliott videos in me me yeah outside of like comedy and wanting to entertain and stuff like that yeah when the Missy videos used to come out when the Janet videos used to come out I used to tape all of those and there was a little part of you that was like what if I become a dancer yeah I don't want to like tour and dance with my favorite artists and stuff and this like was that. Him. Like, and Renaissance came out, and what happened? I felt seen. I want to go out and dance. Yeah. I want to go out and celebrate. I was like grateful that one of my <laughs> favorite artists, and like you said, one of the 
biggest artists alive yeah. period ever right was like i see y'all i'm grateful hey let's have a party and you for, and <clears throat> i also couldn't help but consider all of the fuckery and all of the but like all, y'all wasting time trying to gatekeep your period trying to tell us what children <sighs> children shouldn't see drag queen oh like God. all of this time that y'all wasting over nothing, nothing. This is what's happening to yeah, us. They're murdering us, girl. This is what's happening to us. Do you understand? Us. This is what the rhetoric that you think don't matter. This is how it manifests in the real world. You could do what O'Shea and his friends were doing, which is literally mind your own yes. fucking business. Your own shit, yes. And we would all be better for it. <sighs> like, yeah. Don't it be body be walking past y'all on your fucking um in front of y'all buildings where y'all out here um you know smoking and 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 cussing and fighting each other and and acting a goddamn fool or whatever or loud or whatever people are just like you are living your life yeah. and this is not mine and I'm gonna walk right by you and go home yeah nobody's coming up to you and judging you when you cracking open the goddamn fire hydrant <laughs> in the summer or like whatever. just expressing yourself or living or whatever especially as black people where right. we're gonna be persecuted for every motherfucking thing we do anyway simply walking from A to B yeah. can get us hemmed up or get us into trouble, or get us judged. Motherfuckers dancing to Renaissance or any of the motherfucking thing. They could have been out there twerking to Rage Against the Machine for all I motherfucking care. Yeah. Keep it moving. Bitch ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. And y'all want for us to be scared of y'all. Yep. Y'all want for us to be afraid. You want for us to cower yep. when y'all come around because you are small mm-hmm. and you know it. So you feel like you can come and fuck with some faggots that's down at the gas station dancing to their little Beyonce or whatever so that you can feel big. Little do you know, a lot of these faggots will get with you, bitch. And you know that. That's why you got to carry a knife around. And that's why you have to resort to murder. You have to resort to murder in order to feel good about yourself. To feel like you won. Taking a human life. For what? Nothing. Having a good time. Yep. Minding you. Being themselves. No business. It's insane to me. Y'all really want to be arguing all the goddamn time. Gay people, queer people, trans people, non like everybody. Everybody. Intersex, non-binary, anybody underneath the umbrella, next to the umbrella, on top of the umbrella. Like, just want to exist. Yeah. What the fuck is the problem with that? Literally nothing. Y'all pull up to the gas station and be blasting NBA young boy Lil Durk and get out and fucking dance yeah. or be on top of your motherfucking, the, the, the hood of your goddamn Prius. Yeah. Counting up ones and taking pictures in your, in your mm-hmm. fucking belts. Your new belt. Like, yeah. And nobody fucking bothers you. It's <laughs> anti-black not people. Us, right. Maybe the police. But not other niggas. But we have to always be on the lookout for y'all and the police. Imagine me having an attitude or opening my mouth up every time I saw some straight shit. Oh, God. Oh, God, please. Y'all be kissing all in public. Disgusting. My stomach turns every time. Please keep that at home. Y'all be drunk at the fucking deli. Come on. Hand directly down her leggings. Riding dick on on the two train. Please shut up. Please shut up. Nothing. Dust. Yeah. They don't want community with us. They want to have somebody to oppress. 
And that becomes more and more clear to me as we see shit like this play out. Like, I mean, I know that things have gotten worse. I know a lot of the anti-gay, anti-trans rhetoric has gotten worse. I, and I feel helpless because I don't even know where to start with it. Like, I don't know. I feel like, what what the fuck are we supposed to do about this when y'all are ignorant and deliberately so? Like, you want to be hateful. You live in New York City. You have a prime opportunity to not be this person. But you are this person. Yeah. Beyonce posted Rest in Power O'Shea Sibley on her website. How sweet. Was sweet. Um, And made me tear up again because, again, I mean, I'm not a black gay man, obviously, but I'm a black queer woman. I was just at Renaissance. And I was having this spiritual experience with my people. It was like gay black niggas all around, just a sea of us having an incredible time. Y'all came in y'all's fits. I didn't, okay? Jeans and a t-shirt and some Nikes. And he came comfortable. But y'all had y'all's outfits on. Y'all was dust. Now, what I did do is clack that fucking fan like a pro. Yeah, there's that. I brought my fan for heated. And I did what needed to be done on that. But, yeah. like, I had just come from having such an amazing renaissance experience. And so to hear that somebody else, somebody who I could have easily met in the club or been at that concert or been at one of our shows or I could have seen you at a million Alvin Ailey productions or something that I've been to like to see somebody so that I I ID as part of my community part of me a sibling a cousin uh this is this is my people I might have met him for all I know for all I know I did <laughs> and it just to know that y'all are so threatened by people who are not afraid to let their light shine, that you would snuff it out. I'm just, I'm really... It's crazy to me. And it's like, also, just like everything you've said, homophobe at home. Yeah. This could be your brother. This could be your son. This could be your uncle. This could be your cousin. This could be your friend. Yeah. This could be your girl best friend. This could be your coworker. That's yeah. really funny. This could be anybody that you know in your real life yeah. and ask yourself, did that person deserve to bleed out at to the gas station? Die, to die? For dancing to a song they to like. To be murdered? This is what we're, de- and this is what we're dealing with constantly black trans women it's even worse we deal with this all the time and then have to listen to y'all talk about you can't have no period i'm sorry what are you talking who the fuck what why are we really arguing about trans women when we still trying to get paid maternity leave like what is that even bitch do you think trans women are the reason you don't have paid maternity leave turn this on Turn it on! It's so stupid. It's like y'all are just dedicated to the ignorance. And the ignorance for a lot of people is a direct pipeline to hate. Yeah. As many times as we have to, as many times as we have talked about it, even just last week, dragging Jess Hilarious' dumbass, I hope y'all see how this shit is all connected. 
please let this be a light, an illumination for you, like a a, a light switch flipped on and you like, oh, holy fuck. I've been acting like this don't matter when it does. Good luck. Like I don't, you said, I just don't, I don't know, man. People this, want someone to oppress. Yeah. They want folks to oppress. They do. And personally, I just feel like if you are an oppressed person, if you're an oppressed people, <sighs> looking for people to oppress, then your mindset must be there can't be life without oppression, right? Like oppression is part of life. Mm. And if that's how you're thinking and moving, then you're super part of the problem, part of your own fucking problem. It's better for us to try to dismantle all of that shit than exist underneath it and then try and build more to push others under. Yeah. Like, how does that help you? You still suffering, bitch. It's like, so, I don't even. If you are an oppressed person and you fantasize about oppressing anybody but your oppressor, I need you to to take a a, a step back and really examine your life and the decisions you've made and and what you're really doing with yourself. O'Shea Sibley was not bothering nobody. He really wasn't. If you were bothered by seeing him voguing and dancing with his friends, then that was sincerely and utterly a you problem. He should still be alive right now. Nobody at that pre- president at that gas station was going to help you with that problem. Huh? Nobody cares. You think the attendant inside really gave a damn, or did he care that y'all paid for the gas that you pumped and then please leave? Like, you feel like what Brooklyn's a better place now because you killed a gay guy. It's, the streets are safer. Like, and what, what I you... read is that the suspect is only 17 years old. I saw that. Which is, God damn, man. What are y'all doing with these kids? Like, you're teaching it to your kids. You can't even say, like, oh, things are going to get better the next generation. and Y'all old niggas need to die. It's 17-year-olds out here killing people for being gay. Now what? Now that what? was kind of, like, the interesting part of the, to lighten it up. That was kind of, like, an interesting interesting part of what was essentially the Ken arc in that mm. film was that all of that toxicity all of that violence the patriarchy it was learned he learned he went and studied it yes he literally learned it he and took it back to Barbie land and you know and ruined everything so much so that when it was all <laughs> okay it's been out for a while now yeah if you but haven't like, seen Barbie it's sorry girl in the end, it was just like, oh, yeah, this doesn't this is have dumb. to happen. It's actually really fucking stupid. Who am I? And what I thought was really interesting was they were having the conversation about, like, who we should fight. And the question was like, oh, should we fight the Barbies? And Kim was like, oh, God, no. Yeah. Let's fight each other. <laughs> that makes way more sense. It's like, that's that's maybe where it's really not real life. <laughs> because if it was mirroring what's happening on this shitty rock... He would have, the, the Barbies would have been like literally in chains. So I just rest in peace to, to this beautiful young man who was a, a dancer, an instructor, a friend, a son, a nephew, was deeply loved and Student. cherished. 
had 11 siblings who I'm sure are all devastated right now, had to his friends, to the ones who were there that night, to the one who had to watch his friends be stabbed, murdered right in front of his face. I'm praying for y'all's mental well-being. I just don't... If you know, I don't even know what else to say other than if you know you have people like this in your life, you have an obligation, an ethical obligation to say something to them about it. I just don't know how else, and maybe it won't make a difference, but at least you'll know that you said something about it. Don't let shit like this slide. Don't let jokes about trans women and gay niggas slide. Saying something never does it make a difference if enough people say it that's the thing like a lot of y'all have seen this story and scrolled right over it because you don't give a fuck that a gay black boy died you don't care at all when if it was insert rapper you wouldn't even have needed to hurt heard of the motherfucker before for you to be engaged and put r.i.p and do all this other stuff as long as they straight you know what i mean so it's like a lot of y'all really don't even fucking care yeah And the rest of us don't need to know anything else about you, like when you get murdered by the police. At all. We don't need to know everything about you before we put on our fucking comfortable shoes and go outside and march eight miles for you niggas. We don't need to know all that. The police would be like, oh, he smoked weed. He stole some candy once when he was 15. And we'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. We don't care. Every time when it comes to y'all. But where are y'all when it comes to us? Where are y'all? Trans people marching for your black asses, your straight asses, gay, lesbian, not everybody out there. A lot of times, first, even black, cisgender, heterosexual women be out there marching for men who abuse them. I just don't, I don't know. know what, I don't write. I, I fully don't know. It's one of those times where I go, I don't have no fucking solution. I'm pissed. And I am heartbroken. It's because it 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 should be very simple. All you have to do is literally realize that what is going on within you is hatred. Yeah, it is unnecessary. And then you graduate to minding your own motherfucking business. Go to that gas station, get your skittles, or pump your shit, whatever the fuck it is that you. You're 17, so you're probably there to go and like. Go get some candy or try and get somebody to buy you some fucking cigarettes or whatever the fuck. <laughs> go in, go out. Yeah. These people living their life ain't bothering you, it. bitch. They're not bothering you. Ain't bothering your motherfucking kids. Most of us could not give a goddamn about your kids if we tried our best. But the gag is, most of us would probably do better by your children if we were the ones raising them than you. Well, well, because a lot of us know shit parenting. But we're not ready for that conversation this evening. And you may never be ready for that conversation. That's your own poet's dumbass fault. Well, that's all I had to talk about this week. Just, you know, something dumb and then something truly heinous. Well, those were truly both my reads. Oh, wow. Like, I promise you, <laughs> right here, Elon, okay. O'Shea, both of those Love things were my reads. And I don't us. have anything else. So. Okay. And as I predicted, we are still at two fucking hours. So... <laughs> That is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. Any announcements this week? Uh, 
Damn, I feel like I had some. Oh, a lot of you used to listen on SoundCloud. We are no longer on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. I so, learned that the hard way, too. I think I, I learned keep, that with everybody I else. have been meaning to say it for like two months. <laughs> and I keep forgetting. We are no longer on SoundCloud. Please update your RSS feeds or whatever you were doing there. If you were listening on a streaming service, you're probably still fine. But the show, yes, no more updates on SoundCloud. So you can click the link and subscribe through Simplecast, where I post those um on Instagram and Twitter every week. But yeah, just so y'all know. And thank you guys for reminding me how Blipenting works. Yes. A lot of people were like, um, so the way he said it probably sounded kind of creepy because I was thinking like... I mean, it is still very creepy. People manipulating blood in and out of the body. I'm thinking blood coming out of the nostrils and stuff. Yeah, no, it is more like puppetry. Okay, well... Wonderful, I guess. But that's not even in that's Avatar. That's in the sequel series, which you should also watch after. Mm. Okay, I'm going to do that. <laughs> the first one's nicer. It's warm. It's more it. like no, family it. chill. Cora's a little bit more like teens. I think it. they tried to follow I'm a, the I'm really watch it. age of I'm everyone. I'm that. I am. I want to see Barbie again. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna wait for it to stream. Like that, that is enough. Yeah. No more money to these. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for it to stream. Yes. That's ridiculous. You're All right. right, y'all. Take care of yourselves. We will see y'all next week. Hey, I'm Ruben. My band and I have a new song. I'm also a tow truck driver. When you move over and slow down, you're making sure I get to go home at the end of the day and see my bandmates. When you see flashing lights, remember they're not just roadside workers. Thank you for moving over and slowing down. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.